4: Welcome into the program. It is follow the money here on Vsin the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, along with Adam Hill, Paulie is out for the week, and we are live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort Casino is your spot. I'm excited. Uh, it's Thursdays with the Maestro, Mike Palm, Circa Sports, and the Nuts weekdays at two Eastern, eleven o'clock Pacific, right here on Vsin Hey, pal. Good morning.
5: Good morning. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Watertown, Massachusetts, home of Nesson and all our loyal listeners on that network. Good morning, Downers Grove, Illinois. Peekaboo, Marquee, we see you. Gander, Newfoundland, everyone watching on Roger Sports. Love that shout-out. In Canada, and Aspenwall, Pennsylvania, AT&T in Pittsburgh.
4: How are you holding up? Doing all right? Yeah,
5: all right. My wife's got a little morning sickness here, so she's uh, she's going through that, so I was up most of the night uh, with her.
4: How far along are we now? Uh, Is, it, is this okay it, to ten, talk ten about weeks, ten, ten weeks. weeks ten, huh? ten weeks, huh? Yeah. yeah, number two ten on the weeks. way for Mike. My- Wow. How about that? That's two seems like a lot. To me. You and you and I combine zero. <laughs> let's let's hope. You know, it's amazing. Of course, there's know. not a
5: lot of people that work
4: on this network that have children. No, it's, I know it's that it's
5: the it's the exception. <laughs> this kind
4: of stuff blows my mind because we don't like live in the 50s. You know, when it was you know people would have like six, seven kids, whatever. My wife works with somebody. I think she just turned 40. She has seven. What? Like, how, what? How do you it's do that? that? I, I mean, that, isn't that just your whole life then? It is. Yeah. Have how you, do you How do you even have a else? job? And they're all like lined up right after one, right, bing 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 bing, 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 bing right after another. It's tough. It's tough. I the doubling up here is going to be tough. So. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, you are going to be okay with everything? I'll be all right. Yeah. I'll be yeah, all right. yeah. From what I understand,
6: you can still play man-to-man defense when it's two. Once yeah. you go three, then you got to go zone. Then you go zone.
5: Then yeah, you go then zone. That's a little tougher.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well it put. is. Well yeah. put, uh, We're going to get into a lot today with Mike. Okay. So I want to run down uh, what you think is going to happen near the deadline of Major League Baseball. Hell, mm-hmm. we're only just over a week before. That day hits us. Uh, I want to I get into what you think of the Krakens expansion draft from last night. Did you see that, by the way? A 24-point middle was available yesterday in certain states?
5: Yeah, wouldn't you love to be sitting on that? How about that? I mean... 90, you blindly have to bet that, right? Yeah, 94.5 is too high, but they're playing yeah. in the weakest division in hockey. I mean, and the Arizona moves to the central, which is not... You know, Arizona's the middle of the pack in the Pacific, right? So that division just gets weaker. Those California teams are awful.
4: Yeah, right. And we'll get a... Uh, how the contests are trending today, and if Derek is freaking out yet. I always like getting that from you like every two weeks. <laughs> well, he's always freaking out, right? We're going to join the yeah. show Tuesday
5: morning at how about 6, that? Derek and I, so he can sing the blues then. But uh, uh, concerning of how it's pacing uh, and in terms of the millions three being more popular, every week it's had more entries than Survivor.
4: See, that's my number one question today, and you're going to answer that a little bit later on. Are you guys surprised at where that's going? Circa millions right now, last check, right around 100 more entries than Survivor? Yeah,
5: 103 more.
4: And again, the payout is 4 million and Circa millions, three. Six million for Survivor? We need
5: 10 million, but we need it in a certain order. Right. Right. (laughs) That's
4: right. If you have like 7,000 in Circa and and 2,000 in Survivor, No good at all. Yeah. Uh, So we're going to get into all that. And by the way, no hyperbole as well. I can't wait to hear what made the list like the biggest gaps in sports. Over the you know previous week, 10 days, couple of weeks, whatever it was. It is follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Email is always open, ftm at vsin.com, ftm at uh, Thursdays with the Maestro. All of that, what we just ran down for you. Coming up next with Mike Palm live here at Circus Sports in downtown Las Vegas.
7: This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN Action Update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The opening ceremonies for the Olympic Games will be on Friday. The United States men's basketball team will open up Olympic play on Sunday when they take on France. The United States favored by 11 and a half, minus 765 on the money line. France plus 565. The over-under is at 177 and a half. The women's U.S. team will open up play on Tuesday against Nigeria. They're favored by 31 points with the over-under of 154. Both are heavy favorites to win the gold medal in basketball, the men minus 400, while Australia and Spain are both at plus 800, while the odds for the U.S. women are minus 2,000 with Australia plus 1,600. Football season is almost here, and our experts profile every college and pro team with advanced stats, power ratings, and best bets for win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide only $20 and is free with your subscription to vSIN. Go to vSIN.com slash subscribe. I'm Tony DeZeri with your action update. Get the latest vSIN odds at vSIN.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Beyond
4: Decent, the sports Betting Network. We're live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort Casino. And uh, the maestro, Mike Palm, is our guest this morning for the full hour. No hyperbole coming up in about eight minutes. I want to ask you a question about the NBA Finals. Mm. Uh, ratings were down, actually, big time compared to 2019. Did, it had, did that kind of have an impact on the overall right that you guys had here?
5: You know, the handle was good the last two games. Uh, I think after the series, they went back to Milwaukee. Milwaukee won game three. People started to get interested in the series again. The book itself was incredible. Saturday night, there was so much energy in the book. I mean, it was split. I mean, there were fans drove in from Phoenix, but then, you know, downtown is a mid, upper Midwest type of crowd. A lot of Wisconsinites like yourself, Mitch, so excited for the Bucks to have a chance. And, you know, it was a Saturday night, so... We kind of wrote it off, and then you know, a game, a game six on a Tuesday. We weren't sure that we'd have too many people. We sold out every seat that was available for purchase. Really- we had to send people up to Stadium Swim to watch Game Six. That's how, that's how many people came in. The result was terrific for us. Uh, the futures market, right? We just needed to fade the Hawks. Really, uh, that we had taken the big bet for the Hawks to win. Milwaukee was great for us, better than Phoenix. People bet Phoenix on the money line in game five, so we won there. And then they came back and took the five, so we get the cover. You know, we, don't have, we had to fade the three on the end. But, I mean, it all just fell out perfectly, so it was, it was a really good NBA season
6: for us. We talk, we talk about how important stars are for ratings, and people were like, oh, no LeBron, no Steph mm-hmm. Curry. Giannis established himself as a bit of a star, so I, I have to imagine that helps in the, in the prop betting market when you have a guy like Giannis. It, it, it does, and, you know, really, I kept
5: trying to argue all along, Mitch, that Middleton was a good... Uh, finals MVP bet because oh, Giannis so is going to get his 30 or 35 and really how Middleton shoots is how they go. He's the barometer of the team, but Giannis was over the top. I mean, in every aspect of the game and to watch him drill all those free throws when he couldn't buy a free throw early in the playoffs in game six was really incredible. It, re- it
4: really was amazing. Yeah. And by the way, so I had Middleton at 27 to one going back. I think when they played the Hawks and once Giannis got, he, the guy was hurt. He we was didn't hurt know if right he was going to play in game one. Mm-hmm. And then he did what he did in six games.
5: Right, I was thinking my Middleton ticket wasn't going to win because they weren't going to win without Giannis, right? Yeah, and then right, the guy, yeah. guy yeah. comes back and, pl- and plays the whole series That's and it, dominates.
4: So was Stadium Swim all like packed on Tuesday night then?
5: Yeah, the I th- I think we had specifically that went up over a thousand people just to watch the basketball game. You know, normally our daytime crowd's bigger than our nighttime crowd. It was seventy-five yeah. percent of the people that entered the venue entered after five p.m. on Tuesday.
4: Pretty strong, mm-hmm. I'd wow. say. Um, what did you make of the Kraken draft last night?
5: I thought it was a pretty solid draft. I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult who you're going to protect. Here's what I don't understand. I did not understand this storyline that like, Dredger's going to be their goaltender. Isn't Vanacek going to be their goaltender? I mean, that's who I think is their future. Yeah. Maybe Dredger starts year one, but I Vanacek, what a, what a great pickup they had in him. And I don't know that they don't deal Dredger somewhere before the season starts. I still think Robin Leonard ends up a Kraken this year. He, I don't think he'll be with the Knights.
4: You really think so? I, I
5: really believe that. You, now maybe he's not a Kraken. Well, hold on, I, is that the move you would make, or you think no, they're going to that's make?
6: That's the move it. I think they're going to make. That's what do you think, move. Adam? I, do, I mean, it's a weird spot because the organization is so tied with Flurry. The mm-hmm. fans love Flurry so much, but you can't commit to Flurry long term. If you're committing to Flurry long, like you're no. really committing to the the replacement, you're committing to Thompson at some point, which is their minor league goaltender who's really really good. I don't know that he's ready, but Flurry is not – it's tough to say because he's coming off his best season, a Vesna Trophy season. He was so good. But he is getting to the point where he's not your long-term answer. I, so if you do deal with Leonard, you're really yeah. committing to the minor leaguer. Yeah,
5: yeah you, have, you really have to start rebuilding your goaltending core anyhow, though, here. This is this – to your point, Adam, it's not a long-term solution. Even though they're paying $10 million a year for their goaltenders, yeah. they don't have the long-term solution here. So I just – from the people that we know that we talk to and we're pretty close and a lot of them hang out here, I, I think that's mm. the move they're going to make. And, that's a good and, you know. Paulie and I were, were arguing with Dennis Bernstein. I want to say we were telling about Flurry's done. You got to go with Leonard. You got to go with Leonard. And
4: there was Bernstein in the hot tub at the DoubleTree in Edmonton, <laughs> telling us we were out of our minds, and he was right. <laughs> well, okay, is it possible to flip back though? Because a year ago, again, it was like, no, you got to go with Leonard. You can't go with Flurry. And now it's changed. Or no. I, it, I still think
6: you have to go with Leonard.
5: I'm I think there's too that. many strange things going on with him. These weird injuries <sighs> that he has, and. You know he's dealt with some issues, right? So I, I think those issues have have come to light physically in his performance this year. So I, I just I think they're you know like you said the Vezina Trophy season. I think they're they're going to squeeze as much as they can, and then they have to
6: look to to supplement Flurry somehow. Logan Thompson was one of the best goaltenders uh, in in the minor leagues this year. He had an unbelievable. He won season. that award, right? Yeah, I don't know that he's good enough right now to say okay he's going to be the guy with Flurry and you can rotate them or whatever. I don't know that he's at that level yet. But if they do want to, say, Leonard's gone and Flurry's going to be the guy at least for one more season, they at least do have that option. It's not like there's nobody in the pipeline coming up. You know, when we talked about the playoffs
5: uh, and we talked about the Knights and, and Tampa Bay and maybe they were on a collision course, I mean, the, the real difference is Vasilevsky can go out and play 28 straight games. Flurry simply can't do it at this yeah. point in
4: his career. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see what number Jeff Davis here at Circa is going to post and what you guys are going to do with like the, the crack in point total the yes, no to make the playoffs. Division odds, that kind of thing. Because as we've all talked about now, the the division stinks outside of uh, the Golden Knights. And what did you see the deal the Oilers did yesterday?
5: I don't understand. Mike that. Smith. I, yeah.
4: Extending him. What is he? Thirty nine years know. old. I
5: don't know. I'm still bitter over the first round uh, of the playoffs.
4: Yeah, you knew had more on that than I did, but I had <laughs> I had every which way on the Oilers. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, they couldn't.
5: Winnipeg couldn't score a goal against them the whole year. I mean,
4: they just absolutely dominated. <laughs> Got up one to
5: nothing in game one at home, and then that you know it was, <laughs> that was all downhill from there. Wrote? At least you've moved on. No, I yeah. have.
4: I'm, st- I'm still chasing in my units on the, on the, on the, on the nuts. Well, I mean, the, the fact that we we each had the Oilers because it, it actually yeah.
5: we it, had them for different reasons. We you know, did. I like the did. team, and you wanted to go to that outdoor mall. Well, no, then, I, yeah,
4: I right, but. <laughs> The, the fact that we had the the wrong Canadian team, okay, we get that. But it was Montreal, the team that came out of there? The, the Our play, we were really trying to fade to
5: Maple Leafs. We thought yes, that they could that's beat the exactly Maple right. And once you get to the final four, you've made money on your ticket, right? Because you got a 30 to one uh-huh. plus team. We could have had much more with the huh? Canadians.
4: Amazing how that worked out. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sometimes R- you can't yeah. Right church, wrong pew. Yeah, win them all. <laughs> uh, all right, so here we go. Uh, biggest gaffes from uh, the last seven to ten days, whatever the timeline is. We like to call it no hyperbole. Maestro, the floor is yours.
5: All right, let's start with uh, 30 days over Tokyo. And what a strange Olympics or run up to the Olympics it's been. It's really been a comedy of errors. And that's not even talking about the bribery charges, the IOC, and even getting them there, but just what's happened in the last couple of weeks. The organizing committee president, Yoshiro Mori, resigned over sexist comments he made. The creative director Hiroshi Sasaki stepped down after suggesting that a Japanese actress should dress as a pig. The opening ceremony director Kabayashi was dismissed after they went back in his career. He used to do stand-up comedy, he had all these jokes about the Holocaust and the Nazis, and then the composer that composed the music for the Olympics, his music was removed be- Because he admitted and bragged about bullying classmates when he was in school. I mean, this has been a disaster. Let's not even talk about the spike in COVID in Tokyo and that 85% of the residents don't even want the Olympics to take place. This has been a total farce so far, all the way to the 3-0 loss to Sweden by the women's soccer team. Uh,
6: By the way, bullying is a very soft term for what that accusation was. For, For people that want to go look it up. Bullying is, I mean, that's bullying. Yeah. Uh, if, if you think like, oh, bullying, no, 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 no. That's some real bullying that was going yeah. on there. Now,
4: that's it. Are you going to be betting the Olympics at all?
6: I doubt it. These,
4: I, I mean, <laughs> Mike, did you notice the plus prices in the soccer world today coming in? Yeah. This not, is bonkers.
5: Uh, uh, Brazil looks awful good. Thanks, looks up, yeah. good. Yes. I kept arguing, and they lost to Argentina, right, in, in the Copa, yes. Copa America. But I kept arguing that Brazil would have won Europe. I thought Brazil was that good and maybe Argentina would. I mean they obviously they play on a national stage. I just thought they were the best team in watching both of those tournaments uh, uh, develop. Number 2, say it ain't Sotani. I talk about this and people argue the other way, but I think there's this big letdown when you compete in a home run derby. I mean, you go through so much uh, a motion in there, and these repetitive swings over two minutes, and then when you advance and you go to extra time, I think it throws a player off, let alone a guy that's pitching every fifth day now, too. I mean, let, let's look at him since the since the, the home run derby. Four for 21, one homer, one double, 11 strikeouts. He's hitting 190. His batting average has dropped from 279 to 274. Uh, the OPS down to 361, slugging down 20, oh, 19 points, 698 to 679. If you're holding an Otonic MVP ticket, you have to be a little bit concerned. I mean, how far can his average drop and he still wins it? I know the pitching makes up a component, but if he goes down to 265, 260, 250, does he still win the
4: MVP? Well, what do his pitching numbers look like? Yeah. Uh, Because he's going to have that that nobody can come back and say, well, I got this. No, you don't, because he's he's got great numbers on the mound. He's
5: been outside of that disaster at Yankee Stadium, and then he didn't even get hooked with the loss in that game. We went back and looked at this, and this was a study that was done. Since 2003, there's been 117 participants in the Home Run Derby that had at least 250 at-bats before it, and then 200 at-bats after the Home Run Derby. The average batting average has dropped in that group 12 points. The on-base percentage has dropped 8 points, and the slugging percentage... After the home run derby, dropped forty
6: six points on average.
4: That's good analysis. It, it's been researched. Pretty solid,
6: right? Yeah. I have to imagine, for the most part, that's usually kind of messes with your swing. Uh, you, you know, you're you're changing the all the trajectories and everything, trying to hit home runs. I I've, I get it usually. In Otani's case. Maybe more of like, that weekend was insane for him. Yeah, it was. It was insane
5: to go through that weekend. I thought the most amazing part of it was he came out and had a, what did he have, an eight-pitch first inning? I mean, he was (laughs) so composed (laughs) when he picked I mean, him and Scherzer were both, it was great. That's really as far as I went, about two innings into that. I
4: I would ask you this regarding those of us, and I will raise my hand. I have three tickets on Otani to win the MVP at different prices. Um, But at what point do you have to say, like, he's got, the cliff is just going to go, and it's going to be crash and burn time. Like where he would be eliminated from the MVP conversation. I know he's like minus 275 right now, but in my opinion, barring injuries, right? If they stay healthy, this is only Otani and then Vlad, right? Who else can it's, win it in the American League?
5: That's it. There's only one alternative. That's what I would say. Uh, now he goes from a A park to goes to Toronto now, right? They return home. And yeah. An interesting conversation. Josh Towers is going to be the whole guest for an hour today oh, great. because Amal is getting deposed. So he's not available so it's gonna be me and towers well have Bob Nightingale on it's gonna be just baseball for an hour right so not sure what's going on with a mall maybe a larceny by false promise from Visa and I don't know I mean Jacob Roach says are we we do a segment it's called a mall guesses he puts the answers in the rundown because he knows a mall never opens it all right let's go to number let's go to number one Ghana Ghana gone last Saturday July 17th. Inter Allies met Ashanti Gold in a Ghana Premier League clash. The final score was Ashanti Gold 7, Inter Allies 0. What's lost in the scoreline is that Inter Allies defender Hashman Musa scored two own goals in the final 12 minutes of the match. Both goals occurred without the benefit of an Ashanti Gold attacker within 30 yards of the Inter Ally goal. In both cases, Musa shot the ball past his own startled goalkeeper and into the net. Afterwards, he admitted intentionally scoring the goals. He claimed his own teammates had made a wager to lose by the exact score of five to one. Quote, I heard it in our hotel that a bet had been made for a correct scoreline of five to one against us. I promised my coach that if he allowed me to play, I will spoil this bet because I don't condone betting. The Inter-Allies wow. entered the game, condemned to relegation. Ashanti Gold has issued statements saying they had no knowledge of any bet on the part of their opponent or with the plot to have the own goals. A full investigation is being made by the Ghana Premier League. The Yikes. lesson here, be very careful when betting soccer in Ghana.
4: Yes, and I'm guessing that you have before?
5: I would, no, I, I haven't. But it, uh, somebody sent me I this. had the under. I wish. Yeah, what if you had the end game under? What if you had it 5 nothing? How could you expect there'd be two more goals in the 79th minute? I'd have got buried there. I'd have been laying juice to under 5.5. You, you know, I wish we could show. I know we can't show tape, but the, the, if, you, if you get a chance to go on the Internet and look this up, it's a, it's almost like a parody with his goalie standing there pointing and he's just kicking it into the uh, net.
4: Okay, because I saw the story. I did not see the video. Yeah. You're telling me it was like a really bad job fixing the game? Really bad? I mean, they're, they're passing it back and forth and he just turns and fires <laughs> it into his own goal. Twice. <laughs> it, was, uh, it,
5: was anti, uh, it was
6: anti-fixing, though. Twice. He was, uh, was to, well, he was. He yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right, so was going against right. them. fix. That was just
5: copa Libertadores match in South America. Did you see this? The team got in a fight after the tunnel. Six guys on the visiting (laughs) team got arrested. They were hitting each other with fire extinguishers.
6: I thought it was just a a preview of Ted Lasso. I thought (laughs) that was (laughs) what they were were doing.
4: Good. Which comes out tomorrow, by the way. Tremendous show. It's awesome. I'm actually scared because I know I'm going to fire through it like on the first day, but I want to pace myself so it's not done. What's going to happen to the player? Do you have any idea?
5: Uh, Well... I don't know. It didn't say he was suspended. Both teams are required to write a statement, and then the the, the league is going to review videotapes and interview people from the game. Oh, but it's man. A, the coach knew what he was going to do, according to the player. Maybe the the coach was in on it, too. He got substituted the in the 78th minute, and he scored against his own team two minutes later. He scored against his own team six minutes later, and then they pulled him out after what, the what, second own goal. Well, I
6: don't understand. If, you, if uh. he... Made sure they didn't get five, why six. Why was it another seven? one? Yeah, why seventh goal? Maybe oh, he doesn't... thought they bet around the numbers
5: too. Smaller tickets.
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> A oh margin man. Of error. Well, okay. Do you actually know? Our, is Ghana soccer available? Oh, I. It, it's not available on. It William is Hill. Ghana. It's not, it's yeah, not available right. in Nevada, but nowhere.
5: No. I, I yeah, have I just, no idea. I, yeah, Maybe, right. maybe in faraway places. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure
4: you could probably find it
5: somewhere. I guess. guess Somebody in Ghana's booking it though. Adam's right.
4: Good God.
5: Amazing. I'd love to know what the uh, the odds on a five to one final were. They got to be two hundred to one. I don't know how big of a dog they were. They might have been minus three and a half That's goals. True. So you know, the, the, true. The, the other, the other. How were they going to get the one though? It seemed appeared it's to be a horrible it's team. That's true. It's, true.
4: <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I had no idea that you were going to do this today. I know how hyperbole. I, I just yeah. told Adam yesterday. I watched uh, The Gambler with James Con for the first time ever two days ago, and they fix a basketball game at the very yeah. end. And I, he's like, did they make it look good? And I'm like, oh my god, it was the worst job I've ever seen. <laughs> But in real life, this sounds like it was actually worse than the movie. Yeah, it's. I sent the I sent the video to him all, and I said, "You got to
5: watch this." And he's like, "This isn't really happening in a game. This is just <laughs> a setup, right? Like a movie or something." We're feeling. Right. I said, "No, this
4: actually happened in a live game. This is like a, a scrimmage, and, the, and they're joking around." And not a minor league in
5: Ghana, the Premier. The league, Premier, because the Ghana team is getting leads. relegated
4: down. Yeah, that's why I assumed maybe betting was available yeah. somewhere because sure it, it was, was the Ghana Premier.
5: Sure uh,
4: levels of Ghana soccer are there.
5: I have.
6: Not
4: I you made an argument. Seven.
5: We had Roxy Bernstein on yesterday as our guest. I made an argument that we should have relegation of conferences, and the Pac-10, Pac-12 now needs to be relegated in both basketball and football.
4: Uh, I'm sure he liked that one. He didn't like it. No, he, he said no, all
5: the American conference could never compete. I said, yes, yeah. Cincinnati had a tough time against UCLA. <laughs> sure, sure, yes. Right. <laughs> uh,
4: how are the contests trending here at circa? We'll ask Mike coming up next. Vsin football betting guides are coming soon and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings plus best bets on season win totals division finishes and player awards each guide is only $20 and discounts are available when you buy both now is the time to reserve, uh, reserve your copy or sign up for Vsin all access and get everything we offer until uh, for the entire football season, you can sign up today at vcin.com/slash subscribe. Again, that's vcin.com/slash subscribe. As we continue here with uh, Mike Palm Thursdays with the Maestro, I'm looking right now at the uh, entries into Circa Millions Three and to Circa Survivor. 519 entries so far into Millions. Again, four million guaranteed there by Derek. Uh, this season means you have to have four thousand for no overlay. And in Survivor, 416, and uh, that guarantee is $6 million. Troubling,
5: because the, the pacing has been very consistent. Almost 60% of the entries um, for the millions three, you know, I don't know. We thought Survivor would explode. Of course, the majority are going to come in the last three weeks. For sure. Obviously. But there's going to have to be a flip somewhere here, right? And we said that we could get six Survivors instead of five this year. Uh, And you're still limited to three in the circa millions three, but I don't know. So right now there's a $9,065,000 overlay. We're getting close to the first million in the bank, but maybe the second set of three games, the Christmas Thursday and Christmas night may, may hold some people off, or maybe we're just the sample size is too small early right now, Mm -hmm. but it's a little concerning. We, you know, Matt Eumann's put it right when Derek and I were on and we announced the rules. The survivor is his baby, right? He loves that survivor, and he's played that survivor for 20-some years with his friends at home. You know, they have their own survivor. So, you know, he, he went out there and said, go ahead, and let's guarantee 10. I said, well, we did last year, we did three and one, right? And you think survivor, well, how about four and four would have been okay, right? And he said, ah, eight million's not sexy enough. I said the first year it was 1.5. What was sexy about that? You know, I, I, we sometimes become a victim of our own success.
6: Uh-huh. D- don't worry, Mike. Uh, me and my partner have not signed up yet, so that'll that'll, that'll, that'll turn for things sure. around. You're going to do yeah.
5: Survivors. You're going
6: to do. Uh, well, what <laughs> it's me and it's me and JVT. Okay, we're, uh, we're partnering <laughs> up, so uh, we'll we'll decide what we're doing. You might have to put in most of the money after the Clippers.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Derek's, you're going to be back in studio on Tuesday. Derek's going to be with us for an entire hour. Oh yeah. Uh, will he like the question, if I say, if you could do it all over again, would you cut it back a little bit? Would you flip it? Would you well, make Circa Million more guaranteed I, than Survivor?
5: No, nah, I don't think he ever answers that question about anything, yes. I mean, you know, he just, <laughs> yeah, right. he'll learn for the next time, but he doesn't, uh-huh. you know, live in the mirror.
4: Is it too early to give us a projection? If you had to put a number on it right now, or do you want to wait off on actually doing yeah, something like that? I don't
5: know. I, w- I would say an early guess is it, maybe it comes in, Maybe it comes in, you know, close to six thousand the other way. Maybe it comes in more like six and five the other way and we get we get caught with a million dollar overlay in the Survivor.
4: How many people so far, what do you call it? The the full boat when they come in. Full to house? The full house. Yeah. Yep. How many people have done that? They signed up for the max amount of entries in both.
5: Yeah, I think there's somewhere in the twenties. And so we're doing those weekends, right? Well, first of all, if yeah. you do the full house, six Survivor three circa millions, you get a room. Uh, either comped at the D Golden Gate or a rate here at Circa. Uh, And then we're doing those sign-up weekends, the Friday, Saturdays, the first three Friday, Saturdays in August, 6th, 7th, 13th, 14th, um, 20th, 21st. We're on Friday night, open to everybody at one of the bars here. We'll have sort of a meet and greet, Matthew uh, Davidow, that wrote the book, The Logic of Sports Betting, with Ed Ed Miller, the poker uh, poker guy. He's going to be in there that first Friday. And then the last Saturday, the 20th, I'm going to do the panel again. Um, we're going to do it here in the warehouse at circa 3 p.m. on that Saturday. That'll be open to the public. I've locked up uh, Mike Lombardi, uh, Mike Pritchard, and Matt Metcalf so far, so look to kind of round it out, maybe one or two more people.
4: Very good. Do you guys have, like, to ask it a different way here, do you have, like, projections that you want to hit by certain dates? Like, for example, did you guys have a number in mind by August 1st? We have these glide paths and the daily report that comes out and these... You know,
5: all these different <laughs> diagrams, asymptotes, whatever this, all this stuff is. Mm-hmm. But I don't really start looking at it till about mid-August. Uh, it's just it's the, the volatility in the number. You know, when we start getting 100, 150 a day, sign. I mean, we're doing on the, some days on the weekends, 40 or 50 here and 15, 20 on the weekdays. But when we start getting over that 100 mark, then you got to sort of look how it's pacing.
4: Will, will the market allow for an overlay to happen? may not. It may not. It may not it may allow not, it.
5: Right? Nature abhors a vacuum.
4: I, yeah, there you go. Yeah.
5: <laughs> right? Crackle swoop in and, <laughs> and, and, and have about 300. Yeah, yeah exactly right. Have about right. 300. Right.
4: Uh, we'll get to uh, what we like coming up today. In-pocket plays are up next, and we have to ask Mike, which teams should be uh, buyers before the deadline in Major League Baseball, and which players should they go after? That's coming up here on Follow the Money. Yeah. I think in pocket plays are going to be quick today. Uh, not, you know, some of the games are off the board yet. Major League Baseball. I haven't made a bet yet, so I'm not going to tell you that I have and I don't. But I will tell you that uh, one team that I'm looking are the Giants going to take three out of four from the Dodgers? Maybe they should. They should have maybe swept the whole series. I mean, the you had a you had a bad beat on that game the other night, right? When Smith took a deep. You had, did you have Giants plus a run was, and a half? It was
6: live. It was a live one. Yeah, I, I, it was the Giants were plus money. Uh, Dodgers had two on in the ninth. And I was like, eh, "They're not necessarily going to win it right here. I'll take the plus money with the Giants in the lead in the ninth inning." Uh-huh. And as soon as I bet it, I mean, it could not, it could not have been quicker for me locking in the bet on the app to Will Smith hitting that home run. Yeah. You know, not just the night. they had a six to two lead in that game. Yeah, yeah correct. A bullpen; it's
5: been yep. the top three yeah.
6: bullpen all year.
4: I would maybe look at. I don't. Have, I haven't bet it yet. I'll wait to see where this number goes. If it, you know, whatever, I might look at the Giants again tonight. But that's all I'm. Considering right now, how about you, Adam?
6: I like the A's a little bit. Uh, they have a rest advantage in this game, and the Mariners were at altitude uh, coming back to play this game. We, we talked about the A's earlier. I like them, and um, I feel like uh, the number is not. The, the number has gone up a little bit. It was like 135. Now it's up 145. Uh, so, got, not getting the best of the number right now, which I don't love. Uh, but I lean to the A's today. Mike. I get to play an early game. I usually
5: can't play these early games yeah, right. on Thursday because we don't go on the air. Although Amal gave out a game that had already started. That's why <laughs> I, made the, I made the tweet: Only Amal could pass post a loser yesterday. <laughs> he gave out the Brewers on the run line. The game had, game had already started. They were, not, but they came back and took the lead. I like to. I'm, I'm going to continue to bet the Tigers and fade the Rangers. This Ranger team has shown zero signs of any life oh, here again last this night
6: This series has been ugly God, they mean, bad.
5: They were horrific in in Buffalo against the, the Blue Jays and they've been even worse against the Tigers. I'll bet Alexander they keep making the Tigers a small favorite. You mentioned the Giants. I mean, nationally Gabe Kapler's got to be manager of the year, right? But yeah. does not AJ Hinch have to be in the conversation the American? This team was thought to be the worst team in the American. Right. Right? They're, they're 5 games under 500. You know, they if they keep getting hot here, they're going to be in the wild card
6: conversation. Slow down. As a Tigers fan, slow down. Uh, But I would, I would say it has been impressive, and they are creeping toward 500, which is crazy. Every day I look, and I'm like, okay, we're we're respectable.
5: They got these young arms, you know, they can score some runs and get out from some of these big contracts. So I'll lay it there with Alexander 130, and then Angels uh, not hitting the ball at all. Part of that's Otani, sure. And, you know, my guy, Maeda, I, I've laid off him for a long time. He hasn't been as sharp, obviously, as he was in that runner-up Cy Young campaign last year. But I think this is pretty cheap at home against Mr. Haney for the Angels. Mm-hmm. All right. Now here are the top <laughs> so horse the racing
4: players. Wow. <laughs> From Express Bet <laughs> Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plunk in race six at Saratoga, Jeremy likes number seven, quick power nap at 9 to 2 on the morning line. That's actually a really good name. I wish I could take a quick power nap myself. I never can and in race number 7 at Saratoga he also likes number 6 Quantitative Breezen at 7 to 2 you can bet these races and more using first bet the preferred horse uh, betting uh, app of Vsin and to mark Saratoga's summer meet first bet has a special offer for new customers get an instant $10 free upon sign up and then earn $10 for every $1000 wagered up to $1000 use the bonus code vegas1000 uh, visit vsin.com/horses for details VSIN.com slash horses promo code is Vegas 1000. And when you go to VSIN.com slash horses, you're also going to find a new feature daily Saratoga pit, uh, picks from veteran handicapper Ed Seahorn. Which teams should be deadline day buyers, Mike? And uh, which players should they go after in Major League Baseball? I don't know. The Phillies need a closer,
5: uh, they need to bolster that bullpen. I think that's their division to win. I mean, I don't know the Mets. They played better against the Reds here, and amazing that they came back from that, that game that Walker screwed up with the, the ball on oh. the foul line. Down 6 nothing, they rallied to win there, so they're scoring some runs. I think top to bottom, it's the Phillies' division, though. They have more depth than the staff. They're top three good. I love Wheeler, right? Uh, so I think they need to go out and get a closer here. I, I was high on the Reds. They played poorly. They always get my hopes up, right? I bet them... <laughs> I bet him when they were clearly out of the playoffs at 30-1 to 1 to win the National League last year, they make it and then they can't score a run against Atlanta. Yep, yep. I still worry a little bit about San Diego, that the Padres may start slipping here. I've never been a Tangler guy, as you know. Mm-hmm. And there's too many hanging sliders between uh, UU and and Musgrove. I mean, that's all these guys do is hang sliders now. I, I know you're probably waiting to see who Miami's pitching to fade Snell on the road today, depending on the price, possibly. Uh, but San Diego could be in a little bit of trouble, and I hate to say that because we have their sponsorship deal. So Reds should be players. Phillies, I don't, I don't think the Nationals have enough to get back into the title contention here. I still think the AL East is interesting. I know Tampa Bay has such a weak schedule. They play by far the weakest schedule of any of the contending teams going forward. But who, who, are, they, who are their pitchers, right? I mean, nice. I don't think Glass coming back. They say he's ahead so of track, but I don't think he's coming back. You know Richie Hill's probably on a four inning plan. Used to be five and dive. Yeah, Richie Hill, it's more right? like four now. They're trying to save him for the playoffs here. They're going to have to have guys like Yarbrough get significant oh. wins here. I'm still high on the Blue Jays. I know Robbie Ray had a bad outing yesterday. You've got to rely on Ray and Ryu to get you the wins, and then hope that Mats is good enough. Stripling isn't as bad as he was the other night, and this kid Manoa is as good as he has been. And then they need they need arms in the pen as well. No question. Jays. But I think. You know, the Twins are going to be big sellers, I think. Cruz is going to be shipped somewhere. Barrios, maybe Maeda are up for grabs here, so...
4: Oh, Barrios would be a nice addition anywhere. Yeah. You know? So would Maeda. Um, I saw a story at MLB.com, the top 10 destinations for Nelson Cruz, and they said the number one team has to be Oakland because it makes too much sense, right? That's a typical Oakland kind of move where, okay, we'll give you a prospect or two, and we don't have to re-sign Cruz at the end of the year. Perfect, fine. We're not going to re-sign him, so... Why not add that back to the middle of that lineup? The thing I like about the Blue Jays, they have a lot of good young
5: infielders in their minor league system that they have, you know, some capital to trade. Now I said to Towers that they would get a lift from going to Toronto, but he says it can be a distraction, obviously, with the nightlife. These guys have been out of there for two years, you know, playing in Dunedin and Buffalo. Much, much, much different than going to a, a cosmopolitan city like Toronto. Mm. Someone gonna get a Buxton? Changes some things.
4: That would. But, again, how long would he play before? Oh, look at this. Now he's got to go to the <laughs> I.L. one he's, more time. He's just
5: so good in the outfield. I mean, he, he saves you so many runs. If he can hit
4: for it all for any average. Uh, you know, before he got injured, like, let's say he played the entire year, even if the Twins were still a bad baseball team, he probably would have been, like, the third guy in line to win the MVP in the American League because he was finally putting yeah. it together. You know, the expectations for him have always maybe been a little unfair because of the injuries. But every year at the start, like... With fantasy guys and whatever, like this is the year Buxton's going to break out and have a nice season. I don't and he know. He's finally doing that. I don't know how he doesn't win the Gold Glove in center field. I don't know how that happens with these the voting. I don't
5: uh-huh. know what people are watching.
4: Yeah, I think I think Cruz for the A's would be. And by the way, they probably have to make a move because the, the, you know the Rays are probably going to linger around the entire year. And as Adam said earlier, the Yankees have been kind of bad all year. Now they're playing better baseball. Can the A's actually hold off the Yankees in the wildcard card? Race? the Yankees haven't made moves already? I don't yeah. know what
5: they're going to do here at the trade deadline.
4: Yep. Uh, it's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. More with the Mice Row. Mike Palm coming up next is Mississippi football coach Mike Leach onto something here. Find out for yourself coming up.
7: I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times.
2: With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife,
4: If you're looking for a hot tip to bet on, Bet Rivers Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app or BetRivers.com and find the game you want to bet on. Tap Tips, T I P S, and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. You can try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis, and a variety of other sports. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time play through. Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. And the offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at playsugarhouse.com in New Jersey. You must be 21. I was watching My Guys in the Desert yesterday with Matt Humans and Vinny live at the South Point, a show that you can get at 5 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Pacific, right here on VEASAN. Matt, like the whole time, was like huffing and puffing and he's sweating. And I didn't, I didn't, I missed like the first part of the show. And then later on, and Matt's telling the story. Evidently, there was, and you guys know about this, right? There was a police blockade around the South Point yesterday that went on for like miles. Matt had to park. Think about this. Yesterday was super humid, by the <laughs> way, in town, like 100 degrees. Matt said he had to park. and He was saying like a mile and a half. Had to stop, park his car somewhere, and run to the South Point for like a mile and a half just to get there in time for the show.
5: They had the 15 and Silverado Ranch closed down, so I don't know which
6: side of, he might have been on the other side of the 15, even and uh, had to I'm, walk across. I'm actually pretty sure I know where he parked. And yeah. take it easy; he didn't run the whole way. He was stopped, gonna, was, he stopped, stopped at both the <laughs> Dill Taco and the McDonald's yes, of course. on the way.
4: No question; they had time, and <laughs> yes. they're probably within like 30 feet of each other. And it's sure. probably like you know 800 paces to the South Point. Yeah, of course. Yes, yes. yes. He's in there at some mile and a half. I've ran My the God, whole way. Get out of here.
5: Well, you know, he's conditioned to the heat. They like to play golf when it's 115. <laughs> yeah, so this should have been
4: such a stretch for him. Right up his alley. Yeah. Now, uh, I like to, but by the way, we're going to play you a Mike Leach video here in a second talking about the playoffs and what he would like to see. But let's, this is, uh, imagine this now. I like going on roller coasters. I don't know about the two of you. We can call this like the big unit roller coaster ride or the Randy Johnson roller coaster ride. Look at this now. As soon as like they're taking off, bam, <laughs> <laughs> right in her face. There's a bird that flies. How did, And she grabs it and is able to like, get it out of there.
6: Couple of things.
4: How about that?
6: First, <laughs> solid reaction but to just grab it and throw oh, it. Oh, sure. Because I would have been freaking out. I don't think I would have grabbed it. Second, this is this is just Fabio all over. You remember that one? Fabio, same thing. The old uh yeah, the no, no, model no. guy? Yeah, yeah. Same thing happened to him. But Ooh. he was like bloody. On a roller coaster. Oh yeah, he got hit in the
4: face like a bird on a roller coaster, and he was all bloody. Uh now I got to go to YouTube at the end of the show. Sure. I, I've never seen that one before. Oh yeah. But how about that? First of all, you freaked out enough probably about going on the roller coaster, and then what is this? Poor it's bird. Strong yeah. left-handed move. Right. <laughs> That—that's a quick gather right there. Very quick gather. Is that, that the bird's way of just cutting in line? <laughs> yes. I want to get on the ride right now. Been waiting for a long time yeah, here. This is my—this is my time. Um. How do you guys react to this? Okay, so all of the talk about, you know, we're going to go from four teams in college football to a playoff, which, again, as we've talked about a lot, my God, if we get the same four teams again this year, can we please just make it like eight teams or 12 teams as soon as possible? Uh, Mike Leach, it's media day is going on right now in the SEC. Here is Mississippi coach Mike Leach, and he's not laughing here. He's not joking. This is his idea for a playoff.
7: I think uh, 12 teams is a huge step in the right direction. Uh, I personally would like to see 64, and you can format it out uh, pretty easily, you know, but uh, uh, I think it's a huge step the right direction, and and I look forward to it.
4: Okay, so when I first saw the headline, I fully anticipated clicking on it, watching the video, and he's going to be joking around like he sometimes does. I mean, he's a great soundbite, right? He's a wacky dude. He's not joking.
5: Well, he takes things to extreme. I mean, he always over-exaggerates his point. But you'd have to win six games to win the national championship. You got to, you know, they used to have fifty some bowl games. You got to play sixty three games to go from sixty four to one. What this would do would mean every conference has to be cut in half, and you only play the teams on your side because you're not going to make a team play eighteen games no. to win the national title. It's just not possible. Nope. So I mean, you're not, and you're not going to cut down the out of conference games because that's how these big, t- these power five schools make all their money, right, on the the, the attendance on these games. So. It, that's what it would mean. It would mean very short conference schedules of four or five games, I
6: think. Yeah, yeah I think you could do I mean, first of all, I love it. The more teams, the better. Mm-hmm. It's great. But it, it is not realistic for sure. Uh, but I think if you go eight games, you could probably do it. The problem mm-hmm. is, as you mentioned, now you're missing out on some paydays for some of the big schools. So I think what you'd have to do is if you're knocked out of the tournament, then you have like exhibition home games where people can come watch teams mm-hmm. that have been knocked out of the tournament. I don't know how much interest there is there. You'd have to figure out a way to make up the money because you can't play as many games as you do now. But, I mean, if it was eight games and then you have to win six and 14, that's not completely unrealistic.
4: Okay, and then, but what about the teams that don't make the playoff then? And so they're only getting eight games on the regular season schedule. Right, that's what I'm saying. Then, you have, but then, then you're
6: then you going to have games after after that when you get knocked out of the playoff. Cause you just keep playing other first teams and reschedule? I believe we're going to go to a, a like a conference, uh, super conferences where we we'll only have 64 teams anyway. So I think every team will be
4: in. Did you hear Paul Stone earlier today? I didn't. He is convinced that this is going to happen with Texas and Oklahoma. They're going to go to the SEC. And what did he say? Possibly as early as next week? As next week, yeah. Yeah. What happens to the Big 12?
6: Well, that's what we're saying. Either they have to scramble and get ahead of the game and pick up Houston, Cincinnati, uh, Memphis, schools like that. I tell you, that American Conference is good football, though. Or... or they're going to be dissolved. It, it, it it's really apart. good football
5: yeah. every week because yeah. they're going to become the we're going to become what the what the WAC is now. I mean the WAC used to be our our conference with the, It's the Mountain West and now it's it, it's Grand Valley State and Chicago State and it's this collection of teams <laughs> that make no, no sense New West West whatsoever. Across Grand Canyon, cross the continent. Uh, I mean UNKC, what and K
6: C. What's going on Seattle. here? Seattle. Yeah, it's.
5: Is I Oakland the and Michigan in there? I do not even uh, yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I do not even know what that conference is.
4: Actually, do they go back to being the Big Eight? And be content with that. Well, if you remember the last time this was happening, when there was a scramble
6: and it ended up not, it kind of fell apart. Let's San Diego State was going to go to the Big East, there was like the whole oh, the yeah, whole realignment yeah. was going to happen. The odd team out was Kansas, if you remember, because they don't they don't really play football. I mean, they do, <laughs> but kind of. Uh, but they were going to potentially end up in the Mountain West because it would be yeah. a, a super basketball league, and you would have you know just all the football teams kind of going together, and the Big Twelve eliminated. The Big 12 would have to strike quickly and pick up some teams or else they'd be lost in the shuffle. They just might be gone. And you would just pick up the scraps. Big 10 would pick up the other teams that, aren't, that don't go to the SEC. It would be a mess, but I think they're going to have to be proactive if they're going to lose those teams because without them, the Big 12 is going to be a difficult position to try to negotiate TV deals.
4: Actually, like right now, which other programs should the Big 10 be talking to if it's not like tampering? I actually think Kansas would be a good team to reach out to. Sure. I mean, the Kansas, the football program is terrible, but if you had Kansas basketball to the Big Ten basketball, 10?
6: like I love college basketball. I'm a much more college basketball person than college football. College basketball is my favorite sport. College basketball doesn't really matter. And I,
4: it's I know it's a small blip on the radar. It doesn't matter. I know that. Yeah, but it's also man, yeah. that's that's like an easy win every year for other teams in that conference in football. Yeah. Well, Kansas
5: State is attractive to too. I mean. you think so. Well, because they're more balanced. I think
4: they're the only power. To-
6: Power five school that's never won a national title in any sport. I think that's true about Kansas State. In any sport. I could be wrong. The problem I, is I the, the
5: scraps a lot are in Texas now, right? And they're not yeah. going to go to the Big Ten. The Big Ten's not going to, is not going to, no. You know, Baylor is not going to be in the Big Ten. TCU no, and Baylor are the Big 12? Yeah. Possibly. Well, I yeah. guess.
4: Yeah, that might make some sense too. Yeah. And then what about like Texas Tech? What happens to them? They go, go independent? Mountain West. Go, oh, God. Yeah. Do you like college football? By the way, I love college football. Yeah, I love Saturdays. It's Saturdays to me are actually maybe a little well, bit better than Sundays because you get more, it all day long, and and there's more betting opportunities. Sure. The NFL is tough. NFL Boy, is, is tough. <laughs> like I'm. I think I'm. I'm pretty good right now with where I'm at in the NFL. Like just in terms of uh, you know reading about all these teams mm-hmm. and you know all this kind of stuff. Uh, but you're right. I mean the NFL beating the NFL week in and week out. If you can do that in like every single year or most years in general, man tip of my cap to you
5: i do the beating the book with your friend gil you know who's on vacation again this week
4: and it's hard to come up with three picks every week in the nfl for me and it's tough these contests you got to have five you got to have five and then when you have teams on bye weeks and you know teams that are just going to be playing in short rest that kind of a deal it's uh not easy it isn't so um no college football is uh outstanding but in terms of betting the overall futures i had somebody here a viewer come up to me from college station the other day after the show and he goes mitch i want to put like a dime on texas a&m to go to the national t- or you know to win the thing to win the whole thing this year and so we're breaking down their schedule we're talking about it they get bama at home mm-hmm. they're like a 10 and a half point dog at home to alabama so it's if, if it's not going to be alabama and clemson and like ohio state and oklahoma you have to kind of decipher, well, where's the upset coming from then?
5: Like, where is that four school going to be? If Georgia beats Clemson in North Carolina on that opening game, can Clemson still recover and get in? Is the ACC strong enough?
6: Because their name's Clemson. Yeah.
5: yeah probably. Yeah about- so Georgia hard.
6: can, because they could still win the SEC, sure. right? By the I way, mean, if Clemson doesn't make it, how quick does Dabo turn around? And he's like, we need more teams. Because he said four is the limit, yep. no more than four. I, I, if they're not in, yeah. he will be asking for a lot more than four. <laughs> I think Notre Dame's
5: making a big mistake not playing this ACC schedule.
4: Yeah.
6: It's important to recruit to Florida, to go
5: to make sure you're playing in Florida every year, I think for them. So yeah. I I and I like to see him play Cla. I mean, so you got to get better.
4: Yeah, so do I. USC isn't the standard anymore. J- yeah, you're right. Pick a conference already, <laughs> yeah. right? Like if if Notre <laughs> See, that would be the play maybe. It would could the Big 10 go out right now and just say like like I said Kansas Kansas and Notre Dame Come, come with us, we're going to make this happen because the way that this is trending is we're eventually go- going to get to like four or five super conferences of 16 teams. The SEC, they're like maybe a week away from making yeah. this happen. So what's Notre Dame going to, what are they just going to remain on their own and be the lone independent no, they're going to be
6: forced into a conference. Yeah. And and this, they,
4: they will yeah. be at some point, yeah. right? Yeah.
6: yeah, and the Big Ten should try to make that deal. ACC is already kind of trying to make those undertones and trying to get them in there. The Big Ten's going to have to do that, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're going to be forced. They, they have no option.
4: Yep. And so, one of the power five leagues, basically, they're going to be in, unless like Oregon could upset Ohio State in week two, right? And they would run the table. What's that number? Close to two touchdowns? Probably. Because yeah. that's at the horseshoe, it's right? It's at the horseshoe. Yeah. And so, then is Clay Helton going to be able to cobble together the right season for USC? You trust him as far as you can throw him? N- not at all. No. Humans likes Utah again this year. We saw what happened to them when they had their chance a couple of years ago. I mean, you think about
5: Washington has a new coach now. They have, they don't beat Oregon ever anymore, right? right? I right, mean, yeah. Oregon seems to have their. number. I mean, or I, I really argue that Oregon is the premier program left in that conference, and it's because of Phil Knight's money. Yeah. I mean, they not having this TV deal has hurt them and will continue to hurt them when they're not seen on direct TV. Josh towers a full hour
4: today in studio. Full hour. Nuts. Bob Nightingale at two East, ten Eastern, eleven 10, 10, ten. There you go. Thanks, buddy. Good to see you Thank again. Thank you. Good luck with your bets tonight. We'll see you.